Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. These podcasts are designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the course, The Bullyproof Classroom. This is a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Today, we're going to talk about why the little stuff is the big stuff. I'm teaching a course right now, and I'm in a hotel. And you go downstairs, you see people. You don't know anybody other than the students that I have. And you make friends with a few people who help you out throughout the course of your time here, like folks at the desk or maybe some folks in the restaurant. And you say hello to somebody. And it's kind of like a 50-50 split whether or not they're going to say hello to you. And I find this rather amazing that you can say hello to someone and I'm not looking to engage in any conversation. I'm not trying to interview anybody. I'm not trying to even talk to them about the weather. All I do is say hello. And it, it almost becomes like a, um, a situation where it's, they think that I want something by saying hello. All I'm doing is greeting them. Hi, how are you? Good morning. How are you? Nice to see you today. You know, whatever the case may be. And I find this rather interesting because saying hello to someone is strictly learned behavior. I was raised over a bar, so I was saying hello to a lot of people every day because they came into my father's bar. And I was always chatting with someone or being cordial or whatever the case may be. I worked as a school administrator in one school, and I would walk by this one student 
and I would say good morning to him every morning and he wouldn't respond to me. So I called him down to my office and I said, hey, look, when I say good morning to you, your response should be good morning, Mr. Burns. Now, this kid was 18 years old. So he said, OK, I'll do it. Next morning, I say, good morning. How are you? He doesn't say anything. And I turn to him and I say, good morning, Mr. Burns. And he goes, oh, good morning, Mr. Burns. Now, after I did that two or three times, the kids say good morning to me. The point I'm making here is contained right in the title of this podcast or of this episode. And that is, the little stuff is the big stuff. There, there are three things that I can see that if we do them, we will communicate to people that we care. And we should. This is a tough world to live in right now. And kindness and respect and caring need to be, become the greater part of our fiber as we live in this world. And as I've looked at all of this, I determined that I can do a few things to contribute to a more kind and caring world. You see, I'm only responsible for myself. I could only do things. I can't expect others to do them as well. But I would like to think that if I can be an example, that other people might start doing them. The little stuff is the big stuff. So you greet people. You talk to people a little bit who you run across to make them feel special. To make them feel like, there's no, that, like they're noticed. I, am a, I highly respect folks who are involved with labor-intensive jobs. I don't have one. My, my labor comes from writing courses, teaching courses, doing these podcasts, grading papers. That's my labor. But any time I see one involved with a labor-intensive job, I feel moved to go over and talk to them and to talk to them about what they're doing and let them know that they're doing a great job. That's me. Everyone's not going to do that, but that example needs to be followed. And I'm not saying I do it all the time. But when your heart goes out to those who are involved with those types of jobs and you take three minutes of your day to go over and say, hello, how are you? You make someone feel special. The big stuff, the little stuff is the big stuff. Saying hello is one of them. The next one, holding doors. Holding a door open for somebody. Opening a car door for your daughter. 
opening a car door for your wife, walking into a place and seeing that someone is maybe 10 feet away and waiting and just holding the door for them. It communicates that you care. It communicates that you're courteous. It communicates that you're kind. And it communicates that you want to help make their day better. Holding a door open. And if I might add, because I have daughters, helping your daughter and your wife, of course, on with their coat. You see, your daughters have got to see what it looks like or what a man is supposed to do for them. And it's nice if a man holds the door for them. It's nice if a man helps them on with their coat. It makes them feel special. Holding a door for a stranger makes a stranger feel special. By the way, going back to saying hello, I used to say hello to every person that was in my main office. Whether or not they were apparent there to see me when I was an administrator or when I was a teacher, I'd say hello to them because I never knew when I was going to have their kid in my class. So I'm already developing the relationship with them so they remember me when I have their, when I have their child in my class. It helps. You work as a teacher, you see people, you say hello to them. I've been in some schools where you walk by somebody and I've seen staff members who know each other in the morning walk into a main office and don't even say good morning to one of their colleagues. And that part I don't understand. But the idea that you can just say hello and communicate with someone really helps. And the idea that holding a door, holding a door or opening the door for your wife or your daughter, the car door, having that courtesy will make you stand out as a person. Because it's a kind and caring and thoughtful thing to do that nobody thinks about. They, the people think that doesn't matter, you know. You walk in, somebody's two feet away, you, you, the door closes, they got to open it themselves instead of you standing there and just opening the door for them. It sounds like small stuff, but once again, the little things are the big things. The next thing, listen. Be a good listener. Most people listen to respond. My point here is, listen with your eyes, your ears, your mind, your body, your soul, and really try to make the person feel as if that what they're saying is important. And don't try to interject, don't try to interrupt, don't say anything, just listen to them. And when they're done talking, you'll know it. Then you can respond. There's five types of listening. Ignoring is one of them. Then you have pretend listening, which is what you do when you're on the phone with someone and they want to get off and you don't. 
Then you have selective listening, which you can do with a three-year-old, because if you listened to everything a three-year-old said, you'd lose your mind. Then you have one that we should practice, and that's attentive listening. You're attending to someone. You're, you're probably there physically, and you're probably halfway there mentally. So they do have your attention. But the big one is empathic listening. And that's one of these things where you kind of weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. You can meet them at their intensity level. You can feel the pain if you have to. And you can really listen, and you're not even going to offer any advice, you're not going to probe, and you're not going to give them reasons why certain things happen. You're just going to listen. And we need to do that more with our students and our own children. The little things are the big things. Let's not forget it. We want to make sure that we make this world a much kinder place, a much more loving place, a place where people can feel respected. And we want to make sure that we contribute to that. It's not hard. It's not hard. Say hello, open doors, be a good listener. If you could do those three things, just start with them. And you know what? I'll probably come up with more things that could be done. But for right now, I think you got enough. I think that I've just about given you enough because most people may have trouble with this. Hello? Open doors. Be a good listener. My name is Jim Burns. Thanks for listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Uh, I ask that you go to my website, www.bullyproofclassroom.com. Check out all the great things that are there. You got products, you have courses, you have free stuff. There's, a, there's probably um, a, a unit plan on resiliency going up there today. That's for free. You can download that. Do yourself a favor. Really spend some time there because there's a ton of stuff that will really help you deal with the bullying epidemic. And it, there's an enormous number of articles that is so content loaded with great content that you'll, you'll really enjoy it. Once again, my name is Jim Burns, and thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101.